Today's episode of Locked On Blackhawks is brought to you by Built Bar, the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Make sure to go to BuiltBar.com right now and use the promo code LOCKEDON in all caps, and you'll get $10 off on your first Built Bar order. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Blackhawks. Today is Thursday, October 8th, 2020. I am your host, Jack Bushman, tuning in for the 224th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. As always, be sure to subscribe to the podcast for free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. You'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day, so please be sure to go do that. Also, please go follow our Twitter page, which can be found at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good stuff being posted there every day as well. Alright, Blackhawks fans, the 2020 NHL Draft is now in the books. The Blackhawks wound up with at least one pick in every round, and then two in the third. But of course, we have to start off by talking about Lucas Reichel, the German forward the Blackhawks took at number 17. He was someone I covered right here on the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, one of my favorite guys that I covered actually, but before I talk about Reichel this morning, I wanted to share with you guys a couple of different clips. The first was my reaction to the Blackhawks taking Reichel live on the Lockdown NHL podcast live draft show, which was hosted by Lockdown Sharks Kyle Demetrius and Chris McKelly of Lockdown Avalanche. Shout out to both those guys for doing an awesome job going live throughout the entire first round. But anyways, I wanted to make sure to share my few minutes I had live on the show after the Blackhawks took German forward Lucas Reichel at number 17. But now we actually get to be happy again because Jack Bushman from uh, Locked on Chicago is here and he took a player that we both love and oh. both were secretly hoping would fall to San, uh, San Jose and Colorado at the end of the draft. But do you think Lucas Reichel was a reach at 17 or are you okay with that? I'm 100% okay with it. Can you guys hear me good? Yep. Yeah. You're perfect. Right. Perfect. Yeah. No, I'm 100% happy with the pick. I was actually thinking that the Blackhawks were going to take Dawson Mercer. There were a lot of rumors that he was their guy. So I was expecting Mercer, but I was really hoping it was either going to be Reichel or Connor Zary, one of those two guys. I really liked what I saw from both of them. So my, Reichel might have been a little bit of a reach, but hey, if, if he's their guy, you take him wherever you think it's best fit for your team. So I was happy with the pick. Exactly. Um, where do you think he he slots in with the Blackhawks? How long do you think it takes for him to to really make a an impact? Yeah, he actually just had his like post draft interview with the Blackhawks, and he said with one hundred percent confidence he's two years away from being NHL ready. So, and okay. he also he also just turned he just turned eighteen back in May. He played in Germany's top professional league last year as a seventeen year old, which is just nuts. So him being NHL ready at 20, that's, you know, people people are probably going to be a little upset by him saying he's still two years from the NHL when, you know, we took him in the middle of the first round, but that's not unrealistic being how young he is. So I'm really excited. He's also going to get great experience playing over in a really good league in Germany. So I think it's set up for him to be successful and then come right in when he's ready in two years and play a, a big role for the Blackhawks, I'm hoping. So do you think he plays one more year in the DEL and then plays for 
is it still Rockford or Chicago Wolves? Yeah, yeah it's, it's still Rockford. We still got Rockford. Rockford. So do you think he plays one more year in the DEL as an 18-year-old and then he comes over and plays a year in the A? Or do you think it's two years in the DEL or is he coming right over to the A this year? I don't know. I, I feel like an overseas guy, he's probably only going to go over there when he's going to play big-time hockey, I feel like. I don't know, but that's just my thoughts on it. Um, he also has played for the German programs – for Berlin throughout his whole career. So he's probably pretty comfortable over there. I wouldn't be surprised if he played two seasons. Uh, it's also a good league, not a knock on the AHL by any means, but I, I think he's still getting valuable experience in the DEL. It could be an option though, certainly for the Blackhawks, if they think that's the best case scenario for him and he sees it the same. Now, was there anybody, I mean, you had mentioned that the Blackhawks were, were you had heard they were also thinking of Mercer who was picked right after. Um, was there anybody that you in particular were targeting that you would have been okay with or was Mercer or excuse me, was Reichel always the guy that you were looking at? Uh, as I said, I was hoping Reichel and Zary. I, I was thinking, Zary. I, think Mer- I was thinking Dawson Mercer was definitely going to be in there too. <laughs> Dylan Holloway was rumored to be in that group. He obviously went a couple picks before I saw Askarov starting to slide a little bit. And I was like, Maybe maybe it's the right day, boys. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm happy with Reichel. I thought he was a sleeper. I really didn't think Stan and the front office was going to make this pick. But I'm really happy, really happy they did. I think he plays a game that's going to translate well to the NHL. I'm super excited. So, and oh, sorry, go ahead, Chris. I was going to say, and where do they go from here? Like, what what are other you know needs that the Blackhawks uh, that have? that they can address in the rest of the draft. Yeah. That's my question. They have 46. That's not too far away, and there's lots of good players okay. sliding. Yeah, they've actually talked about taking uh, – there's been rumors that they really want to take a goaltender in the second or third round. They, they probably thought Askarov was not going to be a realistic option for them in the first round, and there's been rumors of Yoel Blomquist in the second round. He's supposed to be the second goalie to go, so he's a possible option there. I don't really know much about him. Came from over in Sweden. Um, and then also Sam Colangelo, he played for the Chicago Steel mm-hmm. in the USHL. He's someone that his name's been brought up a couple times. So I think if Colangelo's still there, I don't know if he's going to be at 46. That might be a little bit wishful. He, hey, I hear so much like he, he could go. I know. Anywhere. I've heard late first round, middle second round. Yes. He's, he's kind of a wild card there. Uh, if he falls there, I'd be so happy to have him if not it sounds like they could be going goalie in the second round if not the second then it's really sound like the third wow yeah okay. it's uh, i don't know goalies are always just you never it's know it's just a prayer it's just a prayer right. so we, we, we've right. really struggled to draft goalies in the past so kind of a needle in the haystack but we, we need one so hopefully something can work out for us so those were my instant thoughts on the Blackhawks landing Lucas Reichel at number 17 in the first round, plus a couple other Blackhawks needs throughout the remainder of the draft. Hey, I guessed the goaltender part right in the second round. I had the Blackhawks going goalie in either the second or the third, but I thought it was going to be all Blomquist, the Finnish goaltender, not Swedish, excuse me, saying that on the live show. But the Hawks actually decided to go with Drew Comesso with their second round pick at number 46. More on the 18-year-old American netminder coming up in just a moment. But first, I need to talk to you all about DoorDash, the best place to order the food you love online or through the DoorDash app. 
DoorDash has all your favorite eats near you for order delivery and for pickup with real-time order updates, contact-free delivery, and loads of restaurant reviews from other users. Right now, you can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code LOCKDOWNNHL in all caps. Once again, DoorDash is the best place to order your favorite food online for order delivery or for pickup. And if you use the promo code LOCKDOWNNHL in all caps, you can get $5 off with zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app today. I also need to talk to you all about Roman. Roman handles everything from treatment to delivery of brand name ED medication. Genuine, doctor prescribed medication from US licensed physicians. Go to getroman.com slash NHL and if you're approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment. Roman can be prescribed online and delivered right to your front door. So be sure to go to GetRoman.com slash LockedOnNHL today. And if you're approved, you'll get $15 off your first order of ED treatment from U.S. licensed physicians. This is the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for listening today. I am your host, Jack Bushman. Be sure to check out my personal Twitter page, at JackBushman2, and my Blackhawks Twitter page, at TalkinHockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. Also, be sure to subscribe and to follow Locked On Blackhawks for free wherever you may listen to your podcasts and also on Twitter to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. So to continue talking about Blackhawks second round pick, Drew Comesso, he's actually the first goaltender the Hawks have selected in the second round of the draft since 2010 when they took Kent Simpson. Yikes. That turned out to be a mistake. He only wound up playing one game in the NHL with the Blackhawks. And the Hawks also have only gone goalie in the second round twice since all the way back in 2003. The second player, second goaltender they took in the second round since then was Corey Crawford in the 2003 NHL draft. And that one, that turned out to be a lot better than Simpson, to say the least. But for Comesso, the Hawks are certainly hoping he's got more Crawford in him than Simpson. He's a good prospect. He's six foot two, 180 pounds at 18 years old. He spent the past couple of seasons playing for the United States National Program and the USNTDP, and, and the Blackhawks like taking prospects f- from there. He's now also currently a freshman at Boston University where he'll be playing with fellow uh, Blackhawks second-round pick Alex Vlasic and also Jake Wise, the Hawks' third-round pick in 2018. So Comesso... He's also another guy I talked about on the podcast not that long ago. He was someone that most scouts had going in the third round of the NHL draft, but the Blackhawks actually made him the second goaltender off the board in the second round. Most scouts had him projected being the third after Yoel Blomquist. Blomquist went not too many picks after Comesso. But so, so this might be a little bit of a reach for the Blackhawks, but seeing... Seeing Blomquist go not that far after at number 46 when the Hawks took Comesso. Plus, after the draft, we heard 
Blackhawks head scout Mark Kelly say that the Hawks were really, really concerned that Comessa wouldn't be there in the third round. So if they had Comessa higher than Blomquist on their board and he he felt and they felt he wouldn't be there in the third round and, and certainly Blomquist didn't go far after, which would leave Comesso as the next highest goaltender left on the board for a, a long time before the Blackhawks would be on the clock again. It does make sense to take Comesso here in the second round, even though it is a little bit of a reach. But he does have a lot of upside. As I said, he's a big boy at six foot two. Uh, and he's also just been known as a, a calm and efficient goalie. He's not someone that's going to make the highlight reel saves that often, but he is always in good position to make the easy saves. And he talked about it with the Blackhawks media after being drafted. He said, I'd rather just make the simple saves in my chest. I try to simplify the game as much as possible. So that's really what you want out of a netminder. You want him calm and you want him poised. And for an 18-year-old, he's he's really shown that so far. Looking at his numbers now, with the U.S., U-17 national team in 2018-19, Comesso, he actually struggled. He had a 3.24 goals against average and a putrid 886 save percentage in 37 games. So that he he, he wasn't in line to be a second-round pick for sure after, after that, but he bounced back in a big way for the U-18 team last season, a much better, much better season. He had an 18-7-1 record with a 205 goals against average, 920 save percentage and three shutouts in 27 games. So he got a lot better, made a huge stride in his game. And the hope is that he's going to continue to do so with a really good college team. He's playing at Boston University. They're usually one of the top teams in the country. So he's going to get good experience. Hear my dog Kaner barking in the background, of course. But he's going to get good experience at Boston University. He's He said to the Blackhawks media he's going to spend a few years there, probably all four as a goaltender. Wouldn't be much of a surprise. Goalies are rarely ready to be to, to leave to leave their junior team or leave their college team early. They they need as much experience as possible. And that's what always makes them wild cards is because when you take them, they're probably 18, 19 years old. And you, if they're going to develop well, you probably won't see them in the NHL till they're 24, 25 at the earliest, unless you're a freak of nature like Yaroslav Askarov, one of the few goalies that has gone in the first round in the past. If goalies we've seen go in the first round in the past, Andre Vasilevsky, Carey Price, two really good ones. I, could, I that's that's a whole different story. But back to Drew Comesso. Oh man, he's the tenth goaltender drafted by Stan Bowman during his tenure as Blackhawks general manager. And Kent Simpson, as I talked about earlier, he's he's a bust. There's no doubt about that. And he's the only one drafted by Bowman to. Uh, of the group of goaltenders to play in the NHL, and he only played one game. So the Blackhawks have not had much success drafting goaltenders in the NHL draft in the past. And, oh man, hopefully they found a good one here in Drew Comesso because there are a lot of concerns about the Blackhawks' starting goaltender, uh, the Blackhawks' number one goaltender position going forward. So overall, it does seem like the Blackhawks reached a bit in both the first and second round for Lucas Reichel and Drew Comesso, but I've said it so many times in the past, the entire draft is a crapshoot after the first few picks anyway, so if those are the guys the scouting department felt comfortable taking at those spots, then I certainly understand picking them with confidence regardless of where the mock drafts and the rankings had them at. I really like Lucas Reichel. I think he has good top six upside as a goal-scoring winger. And for Comesso, he's shown what he can do with the U.S. national team. He's going to get good experience up at Boston, and 
He'll probably also play for the United States internationally in a bunch of tournaments in the future as well. So if I were to give the Blackhawks a grade for their first two picks in the 2020 NHL draft, I would give them a B. I think there's a lot of upside to both of these guys, especially Reichel. But for Comesso, he's really only had one good year of hockey. There certainly is a lot of risk with taking someone like that as high as in the second round. But goaltenders are arguably the biggest question mark in professional sports drafts, and we'll probably have to wait four or five years before knowing whether or not Comesso was a good pick in the second round for the Blackhawks. All right, coming up in just a moment, I will give my thoughts on the Blackhawks' later round draft picks. We saw them load up with a couple of big body defensemen while also adding a pair of forwards. But first, I need to talk to you all about Bilt Bar, the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Right now, Bilt Bar is offering a limited time release of their strawberry flavor, which for all you strawberry lovers like myself, sounds absolutely fantastic. And Bilt Bar is offering 12% off on their limited release of strawberry, so be sure to go to BiltBar.com right now before the deal ends on October 12th. Bilt Bar is also currently partnered with Barbells for Boobs, Breast Cancer Angels, the Huntsman Cancer Institute, and Living Beyond Breast Cancer. And Built Bar will match your donation to any of those organizations up to $50 per order. Plus, 100% of the proceeds from the Built Breast Cancer Awareness Hoodie, that is just $19.95, 100% of the proceeds from that will go to those organizations as well to help support breast cancer patients and their families. So be sure to go to BuiltBar.com today and help support the cause. I also need to tell you all about RockAuto.com the best place to shop for all your auto and body needs. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and make sure to let them know the Lockdown Podcast Network sent you. That's rockauto.com for an amazing selection, reliably low prices, and a variety of parts for anything your car will ever need. Listen, we've all had our share of car problems in the past. How much easier is it when you have an auto and body shop that you can rely on? Well, RockAuto.com has your back for all the car parts you'll ever need in any situation. One more time, check out RockAuto.com for reliably low prices and an amazing selection, and make sure to let them know the Lockdown Podcast Network sent you. No need to go drive to a repair shop. Just check out the auto and body shop that you can trust online for reliably low prices. RockAuto.com. the Locked On Blackhawks podcast. As always, I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can reach me on Twitter at JackBushman2 or at TalkinHockey, or you can also always email the Locked On Blackhawks email, which is LockedOnBlackhawks at gmail.com for any questions you have about the show, the Blackhawks, or anything that has to do with their latest draft picks or the upcoming free agency period. Okay, I just finished talking about my thoughts on Lucas Reichel and Drew Comesso, the Blackhawks' first and second round picks from the 2020 NHL Draft. Taking a look at the rest of their picks now, in the third round I mentioned earlier in the episode, the Blackhawks had two picks. They had number 79 and number 81. 
They got their second third-round pick from the Calgary Flames in exchange for Eric Gustafson at the trade dead uh, at the trade deadline, if you remember. And with those two picks, the Blackhawks took forward Landon Slagert at number 79, and then defenseman Wyatt Kaiser at number 81. And Slagert, that was another bit of a reach for the Hawks. This was arguably their most interesting pick here. He played for the U.S. national team last season. He was teammates with Drew Comesso, actually. And in 47 games there, he only put up 24 points, so... He doesn't really have much offensive upside to him. I think a third-line winger will probably be his upside if he ever makes the NHL. But he is a scrappy player that's tough to play against, and you always like having those guys in the lineup as well. Slagert also plays a strong 200-foot game, so while he may never be an effective point producer in the NHL, he could be a role player because of his ability to do all the little things well. Slagert added in his post-draft interview that he brings a lot of energy to the ice and just tries to play a game that's hard to play against. So, an interesting pick here a little bit by the Blackhawks, but Slagert Slagert will have the next couple of years to try and get better on the offensive side of things. He'll be playing college hockey at Notre Dame, which the Hawks are quite familiar with. Dennis Gilbert, of course, went to Notre Dame, as did forward Cam Morrison, who the Hawks signed this past offseason. Moving on now to Wyatt Kaiser. I really, really like this pick by the Blackhawks. Some scouts had Kaiser going in the late second round. He's one of the smoothest skating defensemen in the entire draft, and he's coming off a big season playing in high school up in Minnesota. He won the Reed Larson Award for top defender in the state, He added 34 points in 25 games as well. He also spent a little time after the season playing with Dubuque in the USHL. He's currently a freshman at the University of Minnesota Duluth, another top program in the the country college-wise. So he'll be receiving some good coaching up there. I really like this pick. Kaiser, everyone, all the scouts, they just keep talking about his skating. He's a quick skater in all directions. He's a solid defender. He's got good size, 6 foot, 180 pounds. And he likes to be active in the offensive zone by keeping plays alive below the circle. So I, I think this was a really good value pick by the Blackhawks at number 81 in the third round. In the fourth round, we saw the Hawks draft another defenseman, Czech-born defenseman Michael Krutel, who has spent the past few years playing for the U20HC Sparta Praha team over in the Czech Republic. He's another sturdy defensive defenseman, a big boy, six foot three, 200 pounds for 18. Uh, another really solid value pick here for the Blackhawks because Krudel, he's been used as a top-pairing defenseman for that U-20 Praha team and also for the Czechs' U-18 team last season. He was used in all major situations for both those teams. The penalty kill, the power play. I know he's known as a physical defenseman who's good in his own zone and on the penalty kill, but Krudel also has a really strong slap shot. He played a major role on the power play in the past. They like to set him up, set him up for shots from the point, so... I think he is a little better offensively than some scouts give him credit for. I really like this pick here by the Blackhawks in the fourth round. And also, their scouts usually do well taking guys from overseas, so I feel confident that Crudel has some NHL potential even though he was just a fourth-round pick. Then in the fifth round, the Blackhawks added another big-bodied defenseman, which surprised me a little bit. I honestly thought they were going to take a wing here in the fifth. They don't have a lot in their pipelines. But they took defenseman Isaac Phillips from the Sudbury Wolves of the Ontario Hockey League. He's a bit older for this year's draft. He's already 19, and he's played three full years in the OHL with Sudbury, which does make him a bit riskier of a draft pick, but he's a sturdy defensive defenseman, six foot three, two hundred pounds. 
And you can just tell in his post-draft interview, he was a big kid who's in really good shape. So I don't, I don't think this is a horrible pick here for the Hawks. Um, some people said they reached a little bit, but you can never have too many big-bodied defensive defensemen in the system, especially with how the Blackhawks' pipelines is shaping up at the moment. And one scout added this was a sneaky good pick here by the Blackhawks. So I guess time will tell on that one. And then in the sixth round, the Hawks took center Chad Yetman from the Erie Otters. That was at number 172. He's been passed over in the past two NHL drafts, already 20 years old. But he had a big season for Erie last year when he scored 43 goals and had 71 points in 61 games. So... He knows how to score, he can put the puck in the back of the net, and he also plays a scrappy style to play at both center and the wing. So, I think this was a good pick late by the Blackhawks. No real risk here in the sixth round. Only upside, I think, with a guy like Chad Yetman. He's gotten better every year in the OHL, and if he doesn't work out, hey, it's a sixth-round pick. Then, right when we thought the Blackhawks were done, they didn't have a seventh-round pick originally, but they have two, or they had two in the 2021 NHL draft, but they traded one of them to the Montreal Canadiens in exchange for a seventh-round pick this year. That was number 188 in the draft, and they took six-foot-eight defenseman Louis Crevier from the Chicoutimi Saganines of the QMJHL. Six-foot-eight, you heard me right. He's still a big project at this point of his development, but hey, why not? The Hawks took six foot six defenseman Cole Moberg in the seventh round last season, and he's progressed well for uh, Prince George, I believe, or I believe he's playing with the Prince George Cougars. Uh, so Stan seems to like to take the biggest guy left on the board in the seventh round, and hey, why not? Craver is actually. Uh, He's a good skater for his size, so there is some potential there. He can actually move, but still a long ways to go before being ready for pro hockey. But I like the idea of taking a chance in the seventh round. Why not? They almost never pan out to be anything. So, again, I like the upside here. I think the Blackhawks did a good job of finding that in the sixth and seventh rounds. And overall... I like their later round picks. I really like Wyatt Kaiser. He's been compared to Duncan Keith because of his swift skating ability. I also like Michael Crudel. I think he has the potential to see the NHL one day. Isaac Phillips is another big body defenseman prospect. So I like what the Blackhawks did in their later rounds. They were a bit risky in the first two rounds. Maybe some will say they reached, but I think they added some solid pieces to the pipelines here in the later rounds as well. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, I think that will wrap up Monday, October 5th's episode of Locked On Blackhawks. But before I sign off, some major news broke while I was recording this episode. I have to inform you all that General Manager Stan Bowman and the Blackhawks have announced that they will not be bringing back Corey Crawford for the 2020-2021 season. Wow. It's a sad day here in Chicago. The Corey Crawford reign has come to an end. And I'll be right here on the podcast tomorrow to give you all the details. But thank you again for tuning into the show today. And be sure to subscribe and follow the Locked On Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app. And you'll get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. And after the show, ask your smart device to play the Locked On NHL podcast for all the latest news from all 31 teams around the league. Thank you again for tuning into today's episode. I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account at JackBushman2 or my Blackhawks account at TalkinHockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. You can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com for any questions at all regarding anything related to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast or you could call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. 
So until tomorrow's episode, thank you again for listening to the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.